we're excited about this this morning. We uh, have five that uh, have made a decision to uh, be baptized in obedience to just doing exactly what Jesus did. Uh, Jesus went down into the River Jordan and he was baptized. And so um, we had a, a class uh, introduction to the church and uh, we talked about baptism uh, with some. And then little Maddie over here came up to me and she said, I want to be baptized a few weeks back. And so uh, you'll be learning more about these guys. But uh, Jesus said, if you will confess me before my father, so I will, or Jesus said, if you will confess me to men, I will confess you to my father. So uh, we're going to do what we call a confession of faith. And we're just simply going to hear these guys say that they desire to follow Jesus. And so I'm just going to ask them to repeat after me. I believe. I believe that Jesus is the Christ. That Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the Living God. The Son of the Living God. And I accept Him. And I accept Him as my Lord and Savior. As my Lord and Savior. Upon your confession of faith, uh, we're going to begin the baptisms. We're going to start. Maddie, Maddie came um, clear back, and uh, we first met Maddie at Kids Club, and. Um, uh, several months ago, uh, she came up to me and she was telling me about conversations she was having with her mom about who Jesus is. And then uh, a few weeks after that, she came uh, to me with her Bible at Kids Club and she was excited that she knew in the Bible where some of the stories were at that we were talking about at Kids Club. And a couple weeks back, she said, I want to be baptized. And so we sat down with mom and dad and talked about those things. And so, Maddie, are you ready, kid? <laughs> All right. You're now being baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Mm. So, yeah, good job. You stand right over there. All right. Come on, Dad. This is Maddie's dad, and uh, uh, we're just getting to know Brandon. And uh, was excited to sit down and talk with him uh, just uh, on Friday night. And um, then... Uh, he was kind of tooling these things around in his mind, and then I got a text yesterday and uh, said, I want in. So uh, I'm excited to do this, pal. So, uh, Brandon, you're now being baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. This is Morgan. And Morgan's another one that we got to know quite well through Kids Club. She would show up here, and uh, from no prompting from any of us, she would come with a, we have a, what we call a phrase of the month, and a lot of times it's a Bible verse. And she would show up with her Bible verse memorized, and she said, I want to be baptized into Christ. So we sat down with Mom and Dad and went through that. So I'm excited for you, Morgan. Morgan? You're now being baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. This is Morgan's grandma. Uh, we call her Sandy. And so Sandy's here this morning. And uh, she's been a longtime believer, never been immersed. And just being obedient to Scripture, following the example that Jesus set, she said, I want to be baptized. So Sandy... You're now being baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Mm. 
This is Chris. Chris has been hanging out with us here since last summer. And uh, she's getting plugged in around here and does a lot of fun stuff for the church. And she's very social. Very social. And uh, so uh, we uh, had a church membership class. And she said, I've never been fully immersed. And so she has expressed a desire to just do what Jesus did and be baptized the way that Jesus was baptized. Chris, you're being baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
Praise God for those who are baptized this morning. For, me, for communion meditation, Jesus teaches us to forgive. And as far as he is concerned, that's, that's a big deal. To have our sins forgiven and in turn to forgive those who wrong us. In Matthew chapter 18, verses 21 and 22, Peter asks, Lord, how often am I to forgive my brother? Should I forgive him seven times? And Jesus said, no, you should forgive him 70 times seven. Jesus gave us the Lord's Prayer as an example of how we should pray. The prayer says, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. How can we ask for forgiveness when we are not willing to forgive? It's not always easy. Sometimes it's very hard to forgive. I know. I've struggled with it. The Bible tells us to turn the other cheek. It's not easy. But we need to be compassionate. Jesus set examples for forgiving. On the cross, he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. In John chapter 8, verse 2 through 11, a woman was caught in adultery. Her accusers brought her to Jesus and asked what should be done. He wrote some things in the sand. Then he said, He who is without sin, let him cast the first stone. Jesus stooped down and wrote some more. Then he said to the woman, Where are your accusers? And she said, They are gone. He said, Go thy way and sin no more. Leave your life of sin. The story of the prodigal son is all about forgiveness. And we can go on and on with what the Bible tells us about this subject. If you have someone you need to forgive, this is a good time during communion meditation to take take it to the Lord in prayer and pray about it. Let's go ahead and pray. Thank you, dear Lord, for this special Sunday. We pray for those who were baptized this morning. We pray that you will lift them up. We pray for Steve as he brings us our message this morning. Thank you for our church family. I pray for those who have special prayer requests this morning, that you be with them. Bless these symbols of your shed blood and broken body. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. We have three different stations for communion, one on each side of the room and, and one in back. And we've got the cup 
and the bread. For anyone who wants to partake, you can go ahead and do that. And uh, we'll take time for everybody to be able to get up and, and, and go get uh, your communion. And you can bring it back to your seat if you want to and take it there. So let's go ahead and begin. wanted to uh, make another announcement. Um, COVID has been hard on us. We had to uh, stop Sunday school uh, for a period of time because of COVID. And the first Sunday in August, we're going to start Sunday school classes again. And the adult Sunday school class uh, being started, we're going to take a more detailed look at forgiveness. So I hope that uh, you'll join us at that time. Offering is next. We have several ways of giving. We have a drop box out in the foyer where you can give, and also you can give online. But there are a number of different ways that you can participate. Let's go ahead and uh, go to prayer for the offering. Lord, please bless these tithes and offerings we present to you. I pray they will help our church, our missionaries, our outreach to the community. I pray all of this in your name for our sake. 
Amen. Thanks, Don. I'm going to continue and make an announcement here. I think I got a, uh, a slide here, guys, from my PowerPoint there. At, uh, river Bandits. River Bandits. You ever heard of the River? Anybody been to a River Bandits game? Anybody, anybody, anybody? You're invited. Uh, Tuesday. Tuesday, we're going to a River Bandits game. If you want to go to the River Bandits game, you're welcome to come with us. Um, and uh, that'll be fun, right? Baseball, right? And uh, some of you guys have played baseball before. Hey, listen, um, another announcement. Just wanted to show you the next picture up here on this thing. Um, maybe you guys uh, back there. Nathan, can you advance that one? Did, did, I, did we just crash our PowerPoints, guys? So sometimes that happens. Um, we've got, uh, no, we're going to go back a couple of slides there, fellas. So, uh, it's all right. <clears throat> I got a lot of work to do, so we got time. Um, so, uh, this is the before and after. Some of you guys, many of you have commented on uh, how you've appreciated the way that that looked. That was the lower lobby, and that's before and after. I think we've got another before and after picture here. And uh, you guys can take a look at that before and after picture, and that was kind of fun too. And um, then uh, we also did, uh, maybe you saw there was some tape that was uh, um, in the, uh, on, the door, on the walls out there in the lobby. This is a picture of the lobby here. You can kind of see this lobby picture, kind of an outlet. To, it's a drawing from the, from the architect. And uh, maybe you can see those red blotches there. And then maybe you, you saw pictures or tape on the walls out in, in the lobby. Next couple of, maybe you saw that out there. In the, and then here's another one. You saw that out there. And those are doorways. Those are doorways that we're going to be putting in. We kind of want to open up that lobby area out there, kind of open up that lobby and uh, have a little bit more free flow and space out there. So that'll be, that'll be kind of nice. Uh, many of you have commented um, that uh, the hallway and the carpet looked really good. And um, so uh, we're excited about that too. And uh, hey, at this time, we would like to dismiss all of our kids uh, infants through three years old could go down the nursery. And those that are uh, four years old through fourth grade, if you guys want to head to uh, children's Church and uh, the kids' church down there, you're welcome to do that. Uh, here's something maybe you didn't know. Uh, Brandon, that was just baptized over here, um, uh, he's the guy. Maybe you remember there was a guy kind of told a story about a guy. And, uh, but Brandon was the guy that uh, he said, hey, if you're going to get carpet down the hall, you got to call my guy, Terry Dell. He says, you got to call him. And because we did call Brandon's guy, we, said we had two bids already. We saved 1500 bucks. Uh, on uh, carpet because we used uh, Brandon's guy, Terry. So that was cool, right? And uh, no, Brandon, we're not going to give you any of that. We're just going to cancel. But uh, nevertheless, uh, coincidentally, uh, Terry, I talked to him Friday, and he said uh, carpet and glue and all those prices, uh, August 1st, they're going up 10%. So some of you guys said to me, well, why don't we just do the whole lobby and carpet? No, oh, okay. I'm not trying to get fired this morning. I'm just passing information along to you. Um, and so um, um, <clears throat> here's, what, uh, here's what we're going to do next. All right. Uh, there's a, uh, a couple of young men that are going on a missions trip. Uh, and they're uh, going to be heading out of here. And so Jacob and Seth, why don't you come on up here? They're going to uh, Montana. Uh, they're going to Pine Haven Children's Ranch. And uh, we'll just stand up here, and uh, man, look at those heads of hair. Just nobody likes you guys. Nobody likes you guys. Just so uh, 
Um, this is Jacob and Seth, and uh, they're heading to uh, work at a, uh, a children's ranch. You want to tell them anything about that? Kind of speak up here. I'm going to do this a little bit. So. Um, so it's a ranch. Kids get sent there with uh, behavior issues. So we're going to be doing like a lot of tree cutting down and like stacking firewood for the ranch there. Um, on the days that we're not working, we're going like hiking and fun tourist okay. things. Good deal. And I think they've got cows there. You guys are going to be milking cows. Yep. And uh, so there you go. Uh, and the, maybe a dairy farm will want to pick you guys up and get them. But here's the thing. Uh, the, uh, <clears throat> these guys are going. We want to pray over them. Uh, we want to pray for them while they're there. They're going with the Erie Christian Church, a sister church of ours up in uh, Erie. And so we just want to keep uh, them in our prayers while they are uh, in Montana working with those kids. The kids that are at the ranch are there because uh, they've got things that are going on in their life that makes life a little more challenging for them. They've got some behavior things. And so these guys get to go and just be examples of what a Christian young man looks like. So, well, let's bow our heads. Let's pray for these guys. Uh, Father God, you know the heart of Jacob and Seth and what they're going to be up to, and you already know who they're going to be around. Father, we ask that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you will work through them. You will empower them. You will give them teachable moments, and uh, you will also be teaching them as they go. Father, we ask that you'll bring them home to us safely, that they might be able to share the work that uh, was done through you by them. We ask this in Jesus' name, and amen. Thanks, guys. So, good job. Well done. Go on a mission trip. <clears throat> All right, uh, here we go. Here's what you need to know. The church in the summer should be a lot like a party in your backyard. The church in the summer should be a lot like a party in your backyard. The church in the summer should be a lot like a party in your backyard. The church in the summer should be a lot like what? A party in your backyard. That's right. Anybody ever have a party in your backyard before? Anybody? You invite some friends over, and uh, you ever grill out? You ever grill out, you know, and uh, you, you got the grill there, and you invite people to come around, and, and what, what, you know, what you do when you're cooking there in the backyard, and you're having this party in your backyard, is uh, you bring out from the refrigerator, uh, maybe uh, you bring out meat, right? And you're going you're to burn that meat on the grill, right? And, uh, and here's what you know about that meat. Nobody in their right mind is going to eat that raw chicken, right? Uh, nobody in their right mind is going to eat that raw hamburger. You're not going to do that. You're not going to do that. You're going to take that to the grill because the grill is the transformation station. The grill is the transformation station. You see, uh, uh, there's bad things in that meat. But you want to cook that meat, and you want to cook out the bad, and you want to seal in the good, right? Uh, you ever do that? You ever do that? Um, you go cooking, right? You, uh, holy cow. Anybody ever, no, anybody ever grilled before? Anybody? Anybody? This is a thing people do with the grill, and they get gas, they turn on. So we'll try to teach you. We'll try, try to keep up. And so, uh, so here's what goes on. You go to the grill, and you take this meat that is bad for you. It's got stuff in there that will hurt you, and you want to cook all of that out, but you you want to seal in what is good, right? The grill is the transformation station. The church in the summer should be like a party in your backyard because what you do at the at church, at church, is that you come to church and you try to cook out 
the bad stuff, right? There is sin in our life that we identify when we study Scripture. There are things that God wants us to do and not to do, and so we can kind of cook that stuff out, but then we want to seal in the good. You see, the, the church in the summer is to be like a party in your backyard, and you go to the grill, and that is the, the transformation station. You're cooking out the bad, and here's, listen to this. I want to read to you. Romans chapter 12, verse 2 says, Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Be transformed by changing the way you think. You look at the Bible, and you look at your own worldview, and then you put your worldview on according to what Scripture directs and guides. The book of 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17 and 18 says, Now the Lord is the Spirit. Uh, uh, there is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and they're all one. The Father, the the Son, and the Holy Spirit, it's called the Godhead. Uh, God exists in relationship amongst himself. It's kind of like H2O can be gas, or it can be liquid, or it can be solid. Same thing, three parts. And so God says this. He says, uh, now the Lord is spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we are being transformed into His likeness with every increasing glory which comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. And so these guys are baptized into Christ. They're filled with the Holy Spirit. And then you begin the transformation process. The church in the summer, church in the summer should be like a party in your backyard. You're grilling out the bad. You're sealing in the good. That's the church. And so maybe you're having a party in your backyard. And maybe you're, you're there and you're working on the grill. And you, you could even make that a conversation that you have with people you invite over. You know, what's interesting about the grill here, you know, nobody's going to eat raw meat, right? You're going to cook that. You want to cook out the bad. And then you say, that's what my church is like. My church is like that. We go there so we can get rid of the bad, but we want to seal in the good. There's a teachable moment, right? Teachable moment right there. And so listen to this. What else do you do? My wife. When, uh, when we're going to cook hamburgers, uh, my wife might take some chicken and put it in a little Ziploc bag and then fill that bag full of juices, and then you just kind of let it sit. You marinate. You let it marinate, right? Kind of soaks it all in. Another thing my wife will do, she's got this magic powder. I don't know. It's, it's called meat rub. Right? And so she'll kind of put some of that on the hamburger patty and kind of work that in, and it makes it delicious. Delicious. Anybody else here season uh, when you're cooking? You season that. Guess what? The church in the summer, the church in the summer is a lot like a party in your backyard. You know what that means? We are to be the seasoning. We are to be the seasoning of life. We're to be that good stuff that you work in wherever you go. When you go to the workplace, uh, or whenever uh, you're maybe in school, wherever that place, you're supposed to be the good stuff that shows up and makes it better. You add seasoning at the transformation station. Here's what Matthew chapter 5, verse 13 says. He says, you are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? That's a great question. It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled by men. You know what that means? We want to stay well seasoned. The church in the summer is to be like a party in your backyard. You get your friends together and you grill it all up and you say, we're here to be transformed into the image of Christ. We're going to get rid of the bad, we're going to seal in the good, and then we want to go out and be the good stuff in the world. Seasoning. Does that make sense to you? I hope that makes sense to you. The church in the summer should be a lot like a party in your backyard. Now, 
Some of you have a party in your backyard, a tiny little table here, not going to have a lot of guests. But I thought, well, in the interest of my back, I didn't want to put a big table up here. And so put this little table up here, but that's an illustration. If you've got a party in your backyard and you invite your friends over and they all come and they sit down around the table and it becomes a gathering place. The table becomes a gathering place, a gathering point. You guys can all come around, you sit around the table, and you pile that thing up full of food. You can write that down in your bulletin right there in the out time. The, the table is the gathering point, the gathering point, right? And you get them all there, the thing's piled up, it's got corn on the cob, and maybe it's got some hot dogs and some fried chicken, and it's got some potato salad on there, and you all come around, and you're just thinking about lunch right now, I know. So come back here with me, we're preaching. And so uh, the people, you sit you gather them around. You get the church in the summer should be like a party in your backyard. You come together and you kind of you're around there. Listen to this. Book of Hebrews, chapter 10, verse 25. It says, Let us not give up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another. When we come to church, we're not supposed to give up meeting together. We're to come and meet together and then be an encouragement to one another at our gathering point. You see, the church in the summer is a lot like a party in your backyard. Now listen, you get them all together and you sit around and you laugh and you talk and you tease one another and you have a lot of fun while you're sitting there in your backyard. Well, what are you doing? You're having fellowship with one another. You're having fellowship with one another. And so the gathering point is a place of fellowship. That's the church, a place of fellowship. The book of Acts chapter 2 verse 44 says this, All the believers, all the believers were together and had everything in common. They had everything in common. How do you do that? Does that do they, did they really have everything in common? Here's what I know about us. No, we don't have everything in common. In common, uh, some of you, uh, some of you like to go to the mountains to vacation. Some of you like to go to the beach to vacation. Uh, some of you just like a staycation, right? And so we don't have everything in common. Different socioeconomic levels. Uh, some of you uh, are in. Uh, some of you are in fantastic health and can go split wood for a week in Montana, right? Or milk cows for. Some of you are in fantastic health. Uh, some people, the idea of kind of uh, you know splitting wood all day or milking a cow all day, it's like man, it's hard enough just to get out of bed, right? And so everyone does not have everything in common. So what's it mean when it says they had everything in common? They had all of them. Every one. Every one had one thing in common. And the one thing that they all had in common was that they were there because Jesus Christ was their Lord and their Savior. They all believed that there is a God in heaven that created all of us. And they all believed that God sent His one and only Son uh, to walk around on planet Earth Many of them were eyewitnesses in the, in the book of Acts of Jesus, and they, they saw him. Uh, they watched as Jesus was hung on a cross, and they knew that Jesus had died for their sins. They were standing around thinking everything is bad, all things are lost. But three days later, they were there when Jesus walked out of the grave, and they knew that Jesus was their Savior. They had that one thing. They all had that one thing that united them together under the banner of Jesus Christ as our Lord. And all of those other things that they didn't have in common, they could put those things aside and say, what we do have in common is that Jesus is our Lord. The table is the gathering point. You see, the church in the summer is supposed to be like a party in your backyard where you come together and then you have that thing together. 
that you're unified over. You encourage one another that Jesus is the Son of God. It's also a place of rest, a place of rest. I don't know about you, but I've been guilty of this. Um, Sitting in the uh, backyard or on the deck, and all the food has just been served, and uh, I have eaten more than I should. I have eaten more than I should. And I kind of push myself back from the table, and I just kind of moan and rub my belly. You ever do that? You ever do that? You say, oh, man, I ate so much. It was so good. It was just so good. And you just kind of take a big, heavy sigh, and you just kind of sit there for a little bit because you're at the party in your backyard, right? But the church in the summer is to be like a party in your backyard. It is to be a place of rest, a place of rest. When we gather here, it's to be like a party in your backyard, a place of rest. Listen. Here's what Matthew says, chapter 11, verse 29. It says, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle, Jesus says, and humble in heart. And you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Jesus said that. Jesus said that. You ever heard the old expression, a burdened, a burden shared is half a burden. But a joy shared is twice the joy. And so when we come, maybe you had a hard week, maybe things didn't go your way, and maybe you're struggling through a situation, we have a prayer list in our bulletin, people can call us up, they can say, we're excited about this, but they can also say, there's these things that have concerns on my heart, I have a heavy heart, and so can you come and we'll pray for you. We'll pray as a group together. The church in the summer... Let's be like a party in your backyard. Push away from the table. Just go, ah. Just go, ah. To be a place of rest. That we come and we know that Jesus has forgiven us of our sins. When we accept him as our Lord and our Savior, we can rest in that. We can rest in that. All right, last one. Umbrella. Umbrella. Anybody got an umbrella? Anybody in the, in the backyard? Anybody got an umbrella? Maybe you're under a porch. And uh, I've been, I've been uh, in the backyard, and, and maybe, you know, it's a little overcast. You're not quite sure. And, and then you ever been back there, and it kind of starts to sprinkle a little bit, and so you kind of tuck under there. And uh, you want to be under that umbrella if it starts to sprinkle. Uh, maybe it's really hot and sunny, and it's really bright. And if you've got uh, hair like my hair, and you're light-complected like I am, you know, in the shade is kind of a good place to be. And so, oh, that umbrella you got in your backyard. The church in the summer is to be like a party in your backyard. That umbrella you got in your backyard there is shelter from the elements. Shelter from the elements. It's shelter. It's shelter. So you're in your backyard, and you tuck up underneath that because you want to find a place of shelter. The church... It's to be like a party in your backyard. It's to be a place of shelter. Listen to this. It provides protection. Book of Psalm, chapter 18, verse 6 says, In my distress, here's David, King David. He's crying out to God. King David had been through something that was very difficult and was very crushing on his life. And he writes this, In my distress, I called to the Lord. I I cried to my God for help. And from inside the temple, he heard my voice. My cry came before him into his ears. And so maybe you feel like there's things that are beating down on you. Maybe you feel like there's things that are raining down on you. And so if you're in the backyard, you might climb under the the umbrella. But the church is to be a place that you can go 
and that you can find that protection from those things because you're going to be encouraged by some people that kind of say, you know what, we're at church, and the church is a transformation station where we kind of cook out the bad and we seal in the good. And that's why we're here, because we want to gather together and be an encouragement to one another. And we want to come together and we want to do this last thing. It's under, it provides comfort provides comfort. The church is to be a place of comfort. Psalm chapter 23 verse 4 says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. So we don't have to worry when we're under the protection of church, the church, the church. And the only reason where there's any protection in a church is because we are under the banner of Jesus Christ that died on the cross for our sins. You know, there were baptisms over here this morning. And baptisms are a symbol. Baptisms of a symbol. And you're standing up in that water and it's kind of like I'm Steve Allison and I do whatever I want. I live for me and I don't care about anything else. But what I choose to do is I want to die to my will and my way and I want to be lowered down into a watery grave and I want my will and my way to die. And I want to be raised back up out of that water. And now I'm going to live a brand new life where now I live for Jesus every day. And it's not what does Steve Allison want, but I want to know what does Jesus want me to do today? How can I live for him every day? And you're being transformed into his likeness. The church is to be like that. The church is to be a place where we are transformed into the likeness of Christ sealed in with the good stuff, well-seasoned to go out into the world. And I invite you, if you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior, if you've never been baptized into Christ, and that's something that you need to do, I would encourage you, I invite you, let me know. Let me know on your way out. We'll sit down, we'll talk about it, and you too can be baptized into Christ. If you are a follower of Jesus Christ and you know who he is, have a party in your backyard. Invite your friends that don't know Jesus and then introduce them to the church that is to be a party in your backyard called the church. Let's pray together. Father, thank you that we can be here this morning. Father, work on our hearts. Work in our minds that we will be the people that you call us to be. Thank you for this wonderful morning. Thank you for those that were baptized and those that are going off on a mission trip. Father, help us always to live for you. It's in Jesus' name that we pray, and amen.